Welcome to a new era of dad meat. Everything's different now. Nothing will ever be the same again, dude. Here we, here we fucking go. Tim, I almost didn't realize how this is the first time that we've done sound checks without hearing reggaeton in the background. It's it's unnerving. I'm excuse me. I I don't know. I am uncomfortable with uh, how peaceful it is. That's what this is. This is the era of adjusting to peace, not comfort. Specifically, peace. Welcome to Dad Meet, everybody. <laughs> with me, with me as always is my fucking my my partner in life. Well, no, I'm married. Well. <laughs> How do I phrase that? I should have pre- I should have prepped something. Doesn't even matter, dude. That's how fucking loose I am right now. My fucking my main dog, Mike Rainey, and uh, oh, our man. guest tonight is someone to whom I currently owe uh, an enormous debt, Mister uh, Sidney Gant. Uh, what up? I don't know why, but you know I'll take it. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Okay, let's uh, let let me let me be more clear. This is my this is my first broadcast. From my new location, undisclosed, 15 minutes <laughs> north up 95 from the old place. The dirt bikes are gone. The reggaeton mm-hmm. is gone. It's, it's, it's different forever. And uh, when it came time to move my shit, I had, I had two boys insisting on being there and getting it all done. And uh, Sid stepped up as the foreman. He was the foreman of the, the move. He, <laughs> he was the pilot of the last chopper out of Kensington. Yeah. So thank you very much, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, I, I honestly, I thank you for letting me be a part of that. I mean, I know you, I mean, I've, I've told you guys how, how weirdly superstitious I am about things like that. And just the fact that you let me help you, you know, uh, go into your next place. That, that means a lot to me. It was a, it was a powerful move on your part. And I got to say, you talked a lot of shit about being able to pack a U-Haul and you really delivered in more. I mean, it would be fair to say you delivered. There we go. <laughs> I feel fucking good. Let's go. Dude, we, we handled that move so efficiently that I even mentioned during the move that we should consider forming a moving company. And Tim suggested that we call it two R words and an N word. And then Sydney suggested that it may take a while for people to figure out that I'm the N-word. <laughs> so I still think we should do it. <laughs> Two R-words and an N-word moving company. <laughs> That'd be Man, a great we, sitcom, too. <laughs> yeah, we, we did we did crush that move. I mean, like, the, the ironic thing about that name, like, two R-words and an N-word, is that, like... Typically, when you go through a moving company, that is exactly what is moving you. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they might even be RNs, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes, let's go. I, I actually, that's there's like a Venn diagram of R's and N's, and in the middle is Italians. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's a Vincenzo diagram. <laughs> Dude, the chat's already popped the fuck off too. Deep Com just said R and R moving partner with Larry's backyard barbecue. <laughs>
the shit that we had to deal with with moving this stuff. I mean, I've been to your neighborhood. Where, right, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, let's 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 spend some time on this before we yeah. just blurt it all out. What um we first of all we moved at night, which is a mm. big appropriate dirtball neighborhood move. Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want anyone to know I was moving ahead of time, mm. and I didn't want anyone to see me moving. Yeah. Um, well, let's, so first of all, I was I was kind of a bitch the whole entire move because, like, compared to you guys, you guys were just like so stoic about this. But like every five seconds, I was like, "Do we need to check the truck?" <laughs> like, why, we do like, need to check the truck. Though. <laughs> and like, and like, you guys were so comfortable like shutting the door. I'm like, dude, 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 don't shut that door, dude. Yeah. I was so worried about those cats getting out because the cats were literally hours away from freedom, and they kept trying to make a run. For fucking Castor Avenue. Yeah, don't don't worry. The the cats they love they love the door. They want to sit in the door. They don't want to leave. Uh, but I can see how that would make you nervous, especially since we were carrying heavy shit through the doorway and they were like getting in between our ankles and all that. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. They were fine. Um, man, just b- before we before we get into the details, I want to I just want to thank everyone for coming on the journey with me. You know, it's it's been almost exactly a year since Dad Meat started, and I just. I, I just escaped uh, District Nine, and I, I I owe like I was saying I owe a debt to Sydney and of course uh, Michael with me, but uh, I also owe a huge debt to uh, specifically everyone on our Patreon for helping me get out of the fucking neighborhood. Um, yeah. For sure, for serious though, I shouldn't have laughed when I said that. Thank you, thank you if you're on our Patreon. Actually, thank you if you subscribe to us on YouTube because that you got us into YouTube money. This is. It's very uh, uncomfortable for me to be so supported by so many people, not just my close friends who I realized in retrospect have been supporting me so heavily for so long that I'm almost embarrassed for not making a bigger deal of it constantly. Um, But also to have just people like, uh, you know, uh, listeners and and bubs just reaching out on the Internet saying they were happy for me. Congratulations and, and just offering kind words. And I'm very, very thankful right now. All, uh, all jokes aside. That being said, let's paint the picture. We run through U-Haul. We all meet at my house, my old house, in in the heart of heroin country. It's the sun. I think was just going down. I think it was like five thirty, six o'clock. So it's just we the sky was getting a little bit purple. Um, it's not uncommon for big box trucks to double park on my street for hours at a time. So. I figured night was coming down. It was safe or relatively safe. I, I knew that the time was right. I double parked the U-Haul in front of my house because there's not a single open parking spot for blocks. And uh, you guys you guys pulled up. Sid was already there. I think he got there a couple of minutes before me um, from picking up the truck. And uh, what, Sid, what was it like sitting on the steps waiting for me to get there? I'm not going to lie to you, man. That was That was the safest I felt the entire time. Yeah. Because it was like once we started moving, it was like fuck. Now they know he has stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it was a little, you know, it was a little trepidatious during the move. But like waiting, waiting was great. You know, it was yeah. like the only, that was like the, you know, Pete. That was the only time I had peace of mind <laughs> through the whole move. Did you uh, did you feel like a, a mutual like uh, distance from everyone else? Like everyone else is like every, everyone you encounter, it's like they're definitely sketchy, and they're looking at you like he could be sketchy. Yeah, no, I look like I felt like I kind of looked like I was um I was like 
like popped into like a gritty documentary from like a Colgate commercial. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, like I clearly look like I didn't belong. Oh, oh, oh right yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I had a completely different filter on me than everybody else. You know? Yeah, you, was, you still had some of the uh, the shine on you. Yeah, yeah. So that was Same, a little. Would it would it be fair to say with you starring in this Colgate commercial that you were flossing? <laughs> yes. So you don't have to answer that. No, 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 no. You don't have to say it would be fair to say that. Oh my God, it would be so fair. Fourteen like minutes. This. Mark it down. We get our first. <laughs> would it be fair to say? I'm trying to start my new fucking life over here, and and Mike is just dragging me back down. Unbelievable, dude. I guess we're even now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did what did you what, were you were you worried about me waiting for you? A little bit, like only because. Uh, no, not really. Not really. You 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 get a like a timer starts over your head when you're on your own in that kind of neighborhood and I figured you had a while before you had your first person like chirping at you. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like uh a nature preserve where it's like yeah, don't spend too much time walking around the giraffe area. Like they're mostly, you know, docile, but eventually one of them's going to take a fucking swing. I don't know why you picked giraffes. It just seemed like the hardest to associate with a race. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of long necks around there. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of long necks. Oh, man. Okay, so I pull up uh, rainy shortly after. Um, the The move itself was uneventful, getting the stuff out of the house. There was a problem with, like, some, you know, getting some shit fit through some stuff. That's all. That was all ho-hum. I feel like as soon as the sun was all the way down, it it really popped off. Yeah, it was like crackhead werewolves coming out of nowhere, man. That was wild. <laughs> like I, it was like because your neighborhood is wild. Period. Yeah, we could describe we could describe the scene, right? It was uh, so I live on Castor Ave in uh, the Harrogate section of Philadelphia. It's a big two lane street with parking on both sides of the street and bike lanes. It's as big as like a residential street gets. And uh, it's like the main path to 95 for like a bunch of neighborhoods in, in uh, that area. Um, and so like traffic has been loud my entire life. Like one, one sound that I, I can easily recall from memory is like uh, a, a big like truck, like a tractor trailer or something like hitting like a pothole in front of my house and like kind of like, you all feel it. Like when the, when the truck hits like a doom, like everyone feels it in the house. And that's like, that's not so bad. It's, I was always just like, dude, I get it. I live on a big street. The sun goes down on, what was it? Friday that we moved? Saturday. 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 The sun goes down and it turned into, well, remember the shitty Batman, not shitty, but you remember the Batman movie where like Robin like sneaks out to go into Gotham city on his own and everyone's on like glowing rollerblades and shit that's what it felt like like it was cartoonishly bad only, only here people are on glowing ro- razor blades yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude it was it was insane the amount of people were stopping and looking at the u-haul and looking against your front door like it was a fucking yard sale that was crazy people walking up and like putting their head into my house it was almost like they were walking up to be like hey you should be worried about me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm required to introduce you myself to you. I'm a fucking maniac crackhead, and well, dude, I want to take your stuff. That Latino Freddy Krueger legitimately scared me <laughs> when he stood in the doorway and just started speaking in Spanish, uh, 
I recognized uh, Trabajo. So it was like, oh, okay, he's just going to try to get us to pay him to work with us so he could steal stuff. So, so I thought he was going to just come through and just start knifing everybody. Yeah, that like guy it, walked if, basically into the living room. It's been a while since I've been scared of another man, but he <laughs> he genuinely worried me. He and was, it was like, it, it was it was like, a, it was, which here's what shocks me about how scary he was. Like he, any one of us could have fit him in our pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was a terrifying human man. Mm-hmm. It was like, like everything about him was like, man, I don't want to be, I don't want to get tangled up in any of that. Like, it was like, you know, the Carhartt he was wearing, the bag he was carrying. I saw, I saw him when I was leaving, when I left. So, oh, so this dude's a fucking zombie. So like I was leaving and like to go to your other house and I was about to get on 95 and I saw him walking and all of a sudden out of nowhere, two guys, like he was in the middle of the street walking. I had to go around him with the car eventually. But as I was going around, a guy from the left and a guy from the right almost like came out of bushes on either side and just joined up with him and started walking in the same direction as him. And they never acknowledged each other. They just all just walked together. Yeah, that's a herd. That's a herd of sleepyheads. Yeah. It reminded me of like the Michael Jackson thriller video where it's like, where, where yeah. is this? What the fuck is happening here? Yeah, that was, that was a wild flock of siesta heads. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that guy, he so he basically walked into the living room as we were like moving shit around. And as he's speaking Spanish, he's just scanning the house. And we're trying to tell him to go away, and he won't stop speaking Spanish. And he understand he realizes that, like, oh, these guys probably only speak English. But he was like, geogra- he was geographically confused. He was like, I'm in a place where I should be speaking Spanish, and these people are are talking gringo to me. And he just wouldn't stop yapping, and, and that worried me. I was like, oh, this is a de- this is a decoy. He, I, he wasn't the one I was worried about. I was worried that he was stealing our attention so that someone could behind him could just start unloading the U-Haul. Yeah, and then and then the way you said, like you go, we don't speak Spanish, and then like turned around <laughs> and walked away. I'm like, Tim, where are you going? He's still in your fucking house, dude. What's happening? <laughs> like, like this is like, why are you used to this, man? Dude, that's how they are, man. Like, it, the worst thing you can do is get into a car accident in the neighborhood because then you just have people walking up and they're just like, step away from your car. I'm going to take care of this for you. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm going to tow it to my my cousin's place. Which actually happened that night as well. Oh. <laughs> I yes. forgot about that. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Give that a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there, there was like a a cavalcade of of sleepyheads just popping up, saying like, "Do you need help?" In their own way, and it was like, "You're not offering help. You're offering to commit a crime and and leave me either filling out paperwork or in the hospital." Dude, not only them, but there were there were at least three dudes who just set up shop directly across the street from Tim's house to watch the move as though they were watching a fucking movie. Yeah, that was upsetting because I had to leave a bunch of the shit behind. Like it's still, it's still, uh, my dad still owns the house. So I'm going to be going back and forth, like throwing shit out, demoing minor shit. And I still have some stuff that I want to keep. It just wasn't going on the truck that night. So I, I, it was clear to me that these people were just sitting on the uh, the deli across the street. They were sitting on the steps just waiting for us to pull away in the truck so that they could just kick the door in and squat. Yeah, man, I watched I watched that guy come over and kind of case the truck on multiple occasions. So like when he first he was like coming down the block towards the back of the truck, but he was 
on the sidewalk, but he was like craning his neck, trying to like look in the truck, but without being seen looking in the truck. Yeah. And then he 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 walks two steps past the truck, turns around, then walks across the street past like like he comes back and goes past the opening of the truck. And then he had this uh the way he walked away from the truck at that point, he had this like this this like gate that was just like yeah, we got this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I think what what helped us was how tight you packed the truck. Like, they're probably looking at the truck like, dude, even if I get in there and get my hands on something, it's too tetris it, It's tetris so seriously that I'm going to either pull something down on myself. It was probably a safety hazard for these crackheads. Yeah, Sid, you turn that U-Haul into a U-Naw. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to kick you. I'm going to ban you from the Zoom. Put that shit on. You know, you know what? Uh, perhaps me and my buddies will just need to case the next meeting and find our way back in after you leave. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, it was, it was uh, I mean, you guys were just a monumental help. There was no, there was no, you know, it, it was kind of laid back in that no one was like tapping their foot, like, uh, like we're, we're going too slow or like we're working too hard. It was, uh, we, you know, we were, we were one mind in that regard. Um, I had to disassemble a spiral staircase. That was a pain in the dick. But, dude, no, nothing came up that tripped us up at all. We were we were so fucking loose. It uh, yeah. it was a beautiful it was a beautiful uh, mechanism. Us uh, Tim, doing it. I got to be honest with you. When you started taking apart that staircase, I I thought that was going to be our downward spiral. <laughs> did I did I do something? <laughs> Oh, but on a serious note, um, the most impressive aspect of that move was you taking the TV that Fritz plays. Uh, what does he play N64 on? Yeah, we have a big old CRT uh, tube TV. Oh, my God. Damn, that fucking thing for, for so Nintendo heavy. 64. It's got to weigh like, I don't know, 80 pounds. But more so than that is having to get it down from the second floor down to the first floor without fucking steps. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to the, the fact that the three of us were able to figure that out was easily the most impressive aspect of the night other than the fact that the crackheads did not get a fucking thing off of that truck. Yeah, I did it. I did a mental inventory, dude. They didn't get a single item. Wait, did you, did you find your Roku remote? Oh, I lost a remote. I lost one Roku remote, but they might've got you. They might've got us, man. Jokes on them, dude. That, that remote stopped working that day. I had to take a look at it to troubleshoot it later on and I never got a chance to. So I hope they enjoy it. I hope they're changing someone's channels in heaven right now. And yeah. Also, I have your cat food. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what? Uh, what? What? What next? Where? Where did it go from there? Because I, I feel like we're accident. just getting started. The accident. Yeah. Well, well, I I do want to because like it, it's really hard to paint the picture with how how difficult of a process it was to to change those st- spiral staircases and then to take stuff from the second floor to the first floor without the staircases. So this this TV, t- like Tim is standing on probably the flimsiest step ladder <laughs> that I've ever seen. It's like, did that crackhead make that step ladder? <laughs> like, so then he's like, he's like, you know, telling Rainey basically to toss, you know, a three hundred pound television on top of his face. And I'm sitting back there like, how 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 do I include myself so we all go to the emergency room here? Dude, this is textbook two R words in an N word movie. <laughs> yeah, Sid was like, can we split one concussion three ways? Can we get a concussion for the table? 
<laughs> no, but that was like the, the the teamwork that was required. Like Tim Tim was holding, and I had to like brace his his back just to give him extra like human leverage. You know, yeah. that was a wild process, man. Like that that you can't. There's no way to be able to describe that in a way to get people to appreciate it properly. That was like when the gross lady is uh, pushing the dude's cheeks at the end of Midsummer when he's fucking the virgin. <laughs> <laughs> It was exactly like that. It was, yeah. um, well, I came. <laughs> and uh, the, the entire time, the front door is like, uh, you know, open. Did like, What did you guys think of the noise level in person? Stunning. And like I had said earlier, I've been to your th- house a thousand fucking times. But, you know, this was like, this, this was the fucking, uh, the grand finale of the fireworks. Mm-hmm. They fucking showed out tonight or that night of all nights and was were just fucking hammering home the fact that you that you needed to get the fuck out of that neighborhood, man. Yeah. If if it felt like a send-off. It felt like they all showed up to, you know, to let you know how they felt about you, you know. Well, it did have the the noise level of a fucking Air Force flyby or flyover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we're saluting Honda Civics that were passing by. <laughs> they had their rear windows replaced with speakers. <laughs> but that's, dude, that's how it's been night after night this entire quarantine. So we were saluting F. King Tanietas. <laughs> that was that was all right. All right. You got me with that one. I'll give you. I'll give you F. Kinson. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dude, the car accident was. We never even. Got, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Break. Who who saw it? I heard. I, it. I, I saw it. Okay. So Sid, you saw it. I turned and saw maybe everything after like the initial millisecond of impact, and Mike, you heard it. So all right. So big two lane street, bike lane, parking lanes. We have the U-Haul double parked in the bike lane, encroaching into the driving lane on our side of the street. So, and there's also it's a it's a T intersection, so a street terminates um, across the street from my house. So, um, people were driving toward the U-Haul and either making a left or right, and then people were driving from behind the U-Haul and going around. So it was a very precarious situation. I actually was like, dude, it'd be actually nice to have people like slow down and not rev super fucking hard. But then all that led to was that like cars were kind of like getting a little bit pinched in and then motorcycles are doing like figure eights in and out of the in, in, increased traffic. Um, Sid, t- so what did, what did you see? All right. So there, there was a, uh, a lady, she was uh, unloading groceries out of her car and it was a pretty nice, pretty nice SUV. You know, and it was like everything about the SUV was the color of night. Like the 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 outside of it was like midnight gray, and then she had the doors both the uh, the owner the drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 owner, but well, the owner was definitely darker than night. Like she was, <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was like post midnight. <laughs> she was, uh, so, but she had both doors on the side open. She had the, uh, the driver's side door and then the back driver's side door both open. And then she was unloading from the back of the truck. The only reason why I saw it is because I, like as the crackheads across the street were casing the move, I was casing the crackheads the whole entire time. And I was just impressed with the way 
the crackhead really thought that he could hide behind his sweatshirt and still like like check on us through Oh uh, no, he was he was smoke so he he had his sweatshirt pulled up. He was like cornholioing his sweatshirt and then he he draped it down over his face cuz he was smoking under. He was smoking crack under it. Oh, okay. That's that makes uh yeah, more... he, was, he was hiding from God to smoke crack sitting on the steps <laughs> of a closed down deli. Dude, that's like the karate kid Halloween costume with the shower. <laughs> it's like the crackhead version of that. <laughs> the crackhead kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I was like way too impressed with this crackhead because when he was sitting there, I didn't realize he was actually smoking crack. I thought he was doing that to like case the the, the stuff. And then the lady was. You know, it was. I'm sorry. It was probably more of like a two birds, one stone situation. (laughs) Fair enough. That's one of those. That's one of those situations where you're just like, oh, thank God, he's just smoking crack. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the crack shit was new. It's only been heroin boys for a long time. I I smelled someone smoking crack outside of my window, like during a Twitch stream, like a month ago, and that that, I don't. I'm 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 an old fashioned guy. Stick to heroin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're so you're you're scoping these uh these uh speed freaks. Yeah, so and I was impressed because like w- when I'm I'm seeing this lady, she's also taking stuff out of her her car and then we're loading stuff up and in my mind I'm like, "Damn, this guy has like the perfect he's casing two vehicles right now." Like he could he can go off either way. It's an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> really? And then as as I was like thinking that a car was coming down the street, didn't notice the, the the back door was open of the car. And it's also, like I was explaining this to Ansley. So there were also cars coming past the U-Haul truck at the same time. So the car that ended up hitting her door, he had to veer more towards the right to avoid the cars that were avoiding the U-Haul truck. Mm. So that's why he got I'm sensing. So close. I'm sensing just the least little bit of maybe some culpability on my part, man. I like I thought about that, but it's like I mean, who who's who's not culpable in that neighborhood? <laughs> it's a big culpability neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim just moved out of culpability, Philadelphia. <laughs> they should put that on the Zillow. It's like the schools are four out of five. Culpability is uh, five. It's a hard five. <laughs> it's a Puerto Rican nonprofit. Culpability. <laughs> So when when the when the car hit the door, like I didn't, like I, my mind it was didn't a full even, Tommy boy. It fully bent the door the wrong way. <laughs> it was wild. It was a mommy boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the, the 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 lady was she was loading or she was taking stuff out of the back of the car when it hit, and. Like when it hit, it, it, it moved, it shifted the whole car, you know, uh, which was very impressive. Like it was an SUV that she was unloading the the back of the SUV. It didn't the, the door. It didn't even move like it didn't like come down a little bit. Hmm. And she didn't even acknowledge the danger that she was just in. She instantly ran out into the street. <laughs> And start screaming for people to jump in a car and chase that car. Yeah, I think she threw punches at the car as it was passing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she it was like, oh, I so you know what? I didn't like I said, I didn't see the impact. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, no, someone hit the U-Haul. I'm going to have to do paperwork. (laughs) I, I would rather someone else be hit and killed in the middle of the street than someone 
force me to fill out two pages of U-Haul paperwork. <laughs> yeah, that that was. Dude, I I just I can't like I can't like, I'm trying to figure out how to contextualize this response because so it was like yeah so we were all right so we were all aware that this woman was unloading bags from the back of her car she opened every door of the car she she had the the back hatch open uh we heard bang and crunch and we heard a woman go oh fuck and I think she spiked a gallon of milk on the ground or something like that it was so fucking funny she threw her shit on the ground as hard as she could. Ran out in the middle of the street, and she was like, she was trying to round up a posse, basically. Immediately. Well, it's because they kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. And that's for the record, fair. for the record, spiking a gallon of milk on the ground after your car's been hit is a uh, fender bender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it we're, amazed we're back me on how banders. many people she was able to summon just with that. Oh fuck! That's, they that, came dude. out of everywhere, dude. Yeah, it, it, it's like it was like a a fucking. A hood maiden call of some shit. <laughs> it was like she yelled, "Get that motherfucker!" And people were like, "Get who? Get who? Get where?" <laughs> Dude, I, the the way that she just took off instinctively after this fucking car, it was as though the car that hit her car gave it a baton. Yeah. Well. So yeah. all right. So here's the thing. Uh, you know how in like Pennsylvania, I don't know how many states this is, but like if you don't have insurance. You they like they just take your car on the spot, and it's because of neighborhoods like that. Like people just get in an accident, they don't have insurance. They just or it's like not registered, or it was like fake registered and then transferred to someone else. Like they they skirt that kind of like uh, social liability in every possible way, and then on top of that, they will just drive away if the car still works. So uh, the house that they were standing in front of, or it was maybe two houses down, it's that area. Uh, like four or five years ago, someone was driving super fucking fast middle of the night and somehow made a 90 degree turn onto the sidewalk and went headfirst into a, one of the houses. They crashed through the front of one of the house houses, Jesus, and then drove away. <laughs> and I got the license plate and I gave it to the cops. And I was like, yeah, it was a New Jersey plate. And the numbers that, like, I read back exactly what I had. They were like, yeah, that that's not a real, that's not a, that like, the first character in the plate, they were like, that's not on New Jersey plates. So it was a fake license plate. Oh, my God. They crashed <laughs> into my house and drove away. Like, five, 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 five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, that's the reaction. If someone hits your car in, in that neighborhood, you have to chase them. Or, like, you have to, like, box them in with your... It's crazy. You almost have to, like, pull a gun on someone if they hit your car because it's like, you're about to ruin my life. You're about to kill my family with this. Well, well, well that's what happened. Wow. Somebody... So, uh, an SUV boxed in the car at the light. So, when you... when you Like, I, dude, it was like... That was playing so many tricks with my brain because I saw the car that did it. But then I thought that car drove away. And then there was like an SUV at the light with like somebody poking her head out the window, you know? And then you were like, the car is still at the corner. And I'm like, Tim, that's not the right car. You're going to get somebody wrong, fucked up. Then when that SUV saw the, the black lady running down the street, they drove away. And then it was like, oh, that car is still there. Mm -hmm. Like they, they revealed that they were boxing in that car. Right. That was insane. Yeah. yeah it was like a magic trick. 
and it, it was like so here was here was is my favorite this your accident <laughs> <laughs> so so my favorite part is like she had this like this like crazy aggression for what just happened she was like motherfucker you know like you know get that motherfucker she's like rounding people up they get to the car and she doesn't drop that level of angst but she's doing all the things that a person should do when an accident happens. Yeah. So she's like, motherfucker, you okay? How's yeah. your neck? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's okay. In this car. Do you yeah. need an ambulance? <laughs> no, that was wild to me. Well, you know, there's still people. <laughs> 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 Actually, I so full disclosure, I, I do know the people that got hit. Like that that was a house full of people that I am actually on good terms with. And they're all they're all generally solid people. Actually, the lady that got hit might have been a hot mailman lady, hot mail lady. <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't see in the dark from that far away, but uh, yeah, they they. I mean, could you imagine dealing with the energy of a hot black male lady? Mm. That's terrifying. Tim, would it be fair to call that first class tail? Yes. Yeah, I guess it would. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that's one stamp I wouldn't mind licking. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking killing me tonight, man. <laughs> maybe maybe I was fine with the reggaeton. It's this shit I can't deal with. <laughs> It's like scream the calls coming from inside your house. <laughs> Man. You know, uh, a quick side note. Uh, yesterday was my first day back on the internet, uh, which is hard. For, it's hard for me to go two or three days away from the internet. I was worried about work. I was worried about a lot of stuff. But um, I did a podcast with uh, was the DJ and the rapper with uh, uh, Red Baron. A rapper from Connecticut and DJ Lack of Sleep. Uh, first of all, it's a charming podcast. Uh, the guys were great, but uh, the dude Los was a—he's a Puerto Rican DJ. I think he said he was Puerto Rican. Anyway, I was—we were talking about reggaeton. And I was like, dude, are they ever going to make a second reggaeton song, or are they just going to have that one forever? And he thought it was funny, and he said he went to college for music, and he asked one of his professors when they were talking about like he—they were talking about all Hispanic music. And this dude, Los, was like, every Hispanic music genre has just one song. And everyone, whenever they make a new song, they're just making the same song again. And I was like, I was waiting to hear, like, the uh, the, the music professor. I was waiting for the, the professor to be like, here's what you're actually missing. You're not properly appreciating reggaeton. But he was like, yeah, basically, dude, they're not making anything new. So I've, I'm completely validated, dude. I stand triumphant. So, would it be fair to say that those songs are Puerto Recycled? I don't know that I would say that, but yeah, sure. I, I guess if the option was there, yeah, I would, maybe it'd be fair to say that. Yeah. I also want to point out the fact that all DJs are Puerto Rican. Even that if is, they're not Puerto Rican. That That's why white guys become DJs. They're trying to, they just do it to become Puerto Rican. <laughs> Even DJ Tanner from Full House. <laughs> Across the board. <laughs> Dude, I, do you know, do, do you know the, uh, what I mean when I say the genre of freestyle music. Wait, I think he said freestyle music. What does that refer to? Well, so they were asking me if I had any surprising musical tastes. 
and I was like, what's that music where it's like you're at a, a, a skating rink and like it's it's not couple skate yet, but like the energy's building toward like a slow song and you're like, damn, dude, this is the music I'm going to listen to when I have a girlfriend and I'm fingering. And he was like, name one of the songs. And I was like, the one that's like, in a dream, my love. Oh. He's like, oh, it's freestyle music. Oh, I didn't know that. I think he said freestyle. Now I'm forgetting the word. But yeah, I, I, I basically described the feeling of like imagining what it's like to finger someone and at a roller rink. And he was like, yeah, it's freestyle, dude, basically. Oh, man. <laughs> So I, I put him on to the uh, we've been talking about it on Twitch a lot is the uh, we're, we're going to put together a compilation of all those all those fucking jams like fucking Hadaway, like Stevie B. And uh, we're going to call it now. That's what I call fingering music. Volume 69. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now, that was a lot of fun. Uh, just a little side note. I once uh, fingered a girl at a skater rink who had a glass eye. <laughs> and I I. I didn't, I didn't realize it, but like the, I was sitting, we were sitting next to each other and I was sitting on the side of the glass eye. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous because, uh, you know, like at first, you know, I'm like, I'm, you know, a teenager, I'm just trying to get to the finger and like, I didn't even notice she had eyes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So then I, and then I looked, like I looked up because I felt like I was doing a good job and I kind of wanted to, to see my trophy on her face. And uh, <laughs> dude, that eye was just spinning. You kept going there, shit? Yeah, I mean, I did, I did. Like I, I uh, you know, for a split second, I was like, man, I must be doing this really good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so would, it, or, so would it be fair to say in that sense that you're a glass eye half full kind of guy? <laughs> But dude, get, getting a, getting a getting a girl's glass eye to spin while you finger her—that's like hitting the jackpot. It's like a slot machine. You were doing it right. <laughs> she spit out a bunch of arcade tokens. <laughs> <laughs> In a dream, ding 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 She looked like the fucking weird fat teacher from Harry Potter with the fake eye that just rolled around all the time. <laughs> Man, so never. I personally, I, I never saw Harry Potter. I was too busy fingering chicks with glass eyes and yeah, skating rings. Well, you were living it. Yeah. <laughs> How'd she get the glass eye? Oh, we once once I realized uh, that she had we the glass eye, you? I was very uncomfortable talking to her about anything. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and then and then this bad burrito. She ends up. She. Yeah, I was there with my friends. She ends up giving her phone number to uh, one of the friends I was there with. Damn, dude. Mm. She maybe she had like a terminal illness and she was just trying to live her life to the fullest in the meantime. Maybe she had eyeball cancer and it spread to her brain. <laughs> dude, if you're getting fingered at an arcade, man, you're just sending out opening <sighs> invites for fucking yeast. Can you imagine? Man, I'm going to go rent out TNT Amusements and just finger my wife there. <laughs> just to fulfill a childhood dream. It's like yeah. Rocky taking out fucking Adrian on the ice. <laughs> you got 10 minutes, Tim. <laughs> Dude, I, I am almost positive I did not wash my hands until I was 23. <laughs> She's probably dead now. <laughs> uh, man, well... Man, uh, let's see. Where were we on the timeline? The car accident happened. And, dude, getting the cats in the box. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude. 
So we were going to leave the, the my two cats. We were going to leave them overnight, and Mary Jo was going to come back the next day. So Mary, the whole time, Mary Jo and the kids are at the, the new place, um, and we were just going to do all the work. It's not a big deal. It's fine. I mean, being a mom's the hardest job in the world. Way harder than moving, you know, a eighty pound television down a flight of stairs where there's no states. <laughs> I mean, it's not even anything doesn't matter. So, Mary Jo's like, leave the cats. I'll come back for them tomorrow. Not on my watch. Well, once we saw the crackheads posted up across the street, I started doing the math. I was like, all right, how much? Like, we I started moving extra shit that I was going to leave because I was like, anything that I leave here tonight is, I have to assume I'm going to lose it. So I had to bring the cats. So, uh, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it very much at all. I don't have any cat carriers. So we were, we just grabbed a large moving box and we cut like face holes in it for the cats to breathe out of. And I put a blanket that they like sleeping in. I put that in the bottom and I sprinkled a bunch of dry cat food around for them to like play into the blanket and find. And we basically did, um, the, it was basically the library scene from Ghostbusters in the like. <laughs> that was the plan. We just snuck up the cats and we we're like, get them! <laughs> so we snatch up these cats and we try to put them in the box at the same time. And they instantly jump out. We're like, ah, fuck! All right, bad first try. Let's give them a couple minutes to calm down because, you know, that that stays fresh in their minds for at least five minutes, and you, uh, they're not going to give you a second shot. Yeah, they're popped off. Look what they did to my hand. Whoa! Whoa, yeah. dude! And you had dude, the we, nice one. Dude, we had those cats fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were not the two. <laughs> so how many how many tries with the boxes did we have? Was it two or three? Was it three or four? I would say four tries. I think to it was four. Box. Yeah. So second the try. stayed in. Yeah. Second, oh, sorry, good. Se- well, second try with the box. We were like, uh, all right, Sid, you, you stand there with the flaps and get ready to close it. And... Uh, we tried it again. We put both cats in at the same time. Sid closes the box. But it was like it was such a mad scramble that like we closed it too hard and gave them an opening to get back out. Mm-hmm. And also they were really strong. I thought the box like they like they attached to the side of the box and then used their heads to push against our hands. It was it was impressive. They got out again. And the third try, we had to wait a while. And that time we were waiting with packing tape. We were gonna tape it shut. And I don't think the tape mattered at all. So then for the fourth try, we tried a different box. We tried a smaller box, and it was too flimsy. It was already, it had already been used too much. Um, and when we tried to close that, it like created another opening. We got out again. So then I think um, we went back to the big box. Mike got the nice cat in it and locked it up. And then I tried a separate box for Lady, the black cat, who's always on the streams uh, on the video. Uh, didn't work. And I decided I'm just going to let her ride in the U-Haul truck with me. I'm just going to carry her out, wrap her in a blanket, walk out. I'll put her in the U-Haul truck with me. Dude, before you even got to that point, you got Andy, who was in the Home Depot box, into my car. And this poor thing, like, I'm looking at the hole that I cut in the box, and he's just got his face jammed through it. And he's trying to work his way out, and he's freaking out. And at this point, like, it's mayhem on the streets with traffic, with people. It felt like a fucking prison break. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm waiting because because you said if you couldn't get this cat, we were just going to we were just going to go. And I thought, fuck, he might not come out with this cat. Like there might be one cat left behind. Oh. And so I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And I see the door open and I see you walk down and you're cradling the cat. And I felt like my heart grew a thousand oh, times. Man. And it's like, please just get in the truck, just get in the truck, just get in the truck. Because 
it literally did feel like a, a prison break. I would even go so far as to call it an escape from Yalcatraz. Oh I knew you were going to ruin it. I knew you were going to ruin it. Oh I knew you were going to ruin it. <laughs> dude, my, my favorite part about moving those cats is, uh, so we, we, we dealt with the cats and then in, in, in between the, uh, the white cat and the black cat transfer, uh, we moved a mattress into the truck and then like when Tim walked away from the mattress, there was like a like a blood stain of like like Tim's silhouette on the mattress from all the cat scratches he didn't know he even had. That was like it was like where when did the cats even do this to you guys? I'm so rugged, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I was covered. I was just fully carried out. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And who would have thought the white cat would be more agreeable? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think I think that covers everything at the old place. Yeah, anything anything else notable? I mean, I will I will just say just like you know I, I worked at moving companies like multiple summers in a row, and it was really impressive with like working with either one of you how easy it was. To, like we didn't even have to communicate; we were just like like moving things, angling things, just getting things out of there when that would have taken like professional movers. Like that would have been a fight like Dude, with professional movers. That put that on the business card. That that was that's that's what that's what it's all about over here at two R words and an N word moving company. R and R baby. R and R, dude. <laughs> Just put us in front of a fucking Jew hall and we'll we'll take care of it, dude. Yeah, hire R and R so you can get some R and R. That would be sick if we just quit our jobs and started a moving company. I would do that in a heartbeat. There's no way you can make any kind of well, if it's we don't have a boss, it's just us. And if we put it out there saying, like, look, um, we're not sex offenders. Yeah. So there you have it. I wonder how often we would just get tricked. Like some old guy be like, I need you guys to come move me. And it's like the same guy over and over again. Dude, that happens pretty often. My buddy, <laughs> dude, my, my buddy Jeff did that when he moved out to L.A. When he worked for a moving company, he said, you would be surprised at how many old perverts hire us just to come in and see young dudes in good shape doing physical shit. Ooh. He said in one case, it was a guy that just want he didn't want anything moved out of the house. He just wanted specific things moved from one room to the next. And he was like, dude, it would be like stacks of magazines. Dude, what if we just went and did private jujitsu shows for old creeps? Like we just wrestled each other while old Again. creeps watched. How much money do you think we can make? I don't know. It's we R and R jujitsu, R and R movies. Dude, just tell us what you want us to do. <laughs> well, no, I don't know how a three way jujitsu match would work, but uh, guy wants to see some feet, so Let's get to it. <laughs> we might have to hire. We'll put out a promo video, a very hot promo video of us just like moving refrigerators and doing push-ups. <laughs> Man. I've, I've always wanted to be in one of those. You remember like the late night, like, uh, like pick up the phone. Oh, you don't have to be alone tonight. Dude, just I always me. wanted to be like the, the fucking star of one of those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, just sitting in a hot tub. Yeah, just like looking slightly to the left. Holy, our chat lines are open 24 hours a day. And it's just Mike calling. Mike's the only person I know who ever called him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, his wife. It's Mike's wife's the only person I know who ever talked to phone sex. <laughs> Man. 
Well, so we got out of there. And then moving the stuff into the new place was fine. We had some five guys waiting for us. Thank, shout out, MJ. Thanks for that. Thank you, MJ. And, and oh, yeah. my favorite thing about getting to your new house, well, one, it was super quiet. So I was happy for you that it, that, that happened. But also, when I walked into Tim's house, um, I looked at the steps. And as I'm looking at the steps, his uh, his toddler son, Fritz, comes down the steps. And he goes, hey, it's Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> He said, it's me. Hey, it's me. Fritz. Uh, it's me, Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the man. Hey, it's me, Fritz. <laughs> you know me from, from being Fritz. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fucking king, dude. Hell yeah. I love him. <laughs> and about 12 hours prior, uh, we had a uh, we had a fucking party for my son at our jujitsu academy. And uh, my wife was in the way of Fritz, and he happened to to walk fucking face first into the back of her chair. And my wife goes, oh, my God, Fritz, are you okay? He goes, no. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard a, a, a baby that little say no instead of just cry. <laughs> yes, you fucking dumb bitch. I'm fine. Oh, uh, man. He gets that from me. That's a that's a big running joke in our house. Whenever, like, you stub your toe and you're like, ah, and someone's like, oh, are you okay? You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why would you ask me if I'm okay? That's the last thing I want to hear right now. <laughs> so anytime the kids get hurt, you go, you okay? They go, I'm fucking fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, he was like, <laughs> he, he, he bonked. Oh, that's uh, when you hit your head. He goes, oh, man. I, I constantly do this. I hate being the guy that's always like, man, my kid did the funniest thing. But I, I can't help it. But anytime anyone hits their head, Fritz goes, he bonked. So uh, yeah. he bonked his head on her fucking chair. And she goes, are you okay? He goes, no. And he like walked into the, like he stormed into the next room and I followed him. And he was in the far corner. And I just gave him a look. I didn't say anything. I didn't ask him, like, buddy, are you okay? I just put my hands out. I was like, dude, if you, you want to come be held and cry it's okay and he was like no and he was like starting like to hold it in like and then eventually it's like the first tear came down and i swooped him up and i was like dude just cry. i was whispering i was like dude just fucking cry it out it's no big everybody deal, bonks bro everybody bonks, everybody, everybody bonks. <laughs> man I, I had i had quite i had quite the bonk in your new house oh, oh wow man, man. Yeah, and I felt like that was kind of a payback for all of the bonks you had in my house. Because <laughs> it was like it was like the same exact bonk. Yeah, you know, it was like on the a, other foot. a low-hanging light fixture that was is probably lower than it should be. You know, yeah. like the, the only difference is like the the light fixture that's in my house. Uh, I think I think Tim is the only friend that I had that can bonk. <laughs> oh, I can bonk that. lots of places other people can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like we're not tall enough to bonk that. And I'm then like bonker. you know, I'm I'm I asked to go to the bathroom and I, you know, I got pointed in the direction and I just like put my head down and just made a beeline and then next thing I know just like like everything in my world just changed. And like, <laughs> like, and like Yeah, and like I was like surrounded like I like like came to and like surrounded by your family. Twee <laughs> yeah. birds over your head. Yeah, it was Say, pretty would it wild. Fa- would it be fair to say you were a victim of light supremacy? <laughs> 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 
What would you do if you, if you had come through from your concussion and all six of us were screaming light power? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Oh my god! Oh man, you were playing too much though while we were eating hamburgers. Um, because the Tim's new kitchen is just uh, <laughs> everything is Coca Cola. <laughs> There's a lot of unfortunate decisions in this place, man. I actually love it. Um, but uh, Tim's daughter showed Sydney a picture of the Pope and she's like, here, this isn't Coke. And what did she say? Or no, what did Sid, Sid describe? No, no, okay, okay. I, I don't think you've emphasized enough how much Coca-Cola paraphernalia that's, is. In that's important. Kitchen. The the top border of all the walls is like a Coca-Cola wrap. All the only colors in the room are red, white and black. And it's like specifically that Coca-Cola red, like uh, the, the fridge isn't Coca-Cola branded, but everything else like there's pots in pot holders on the wall that are Coca-Cola. There's like Coca-Cola Every knickknack you can imagine from Coca-Cola, everywhere you look. So the 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 border of the uh, the trim on the wall, the border, the the wallpaper border trim, Coca-Cola. The, the blades, ceiling fan. The, oh. the, the, the blades of the ceiling fan, Coca-Cola. Salt and pepper shakers, Coca-Cola. There were Coca-Cola towels. The trash can was Coca-Cola. Cups. It was every like it. Honestly, like if you went to the Coca-Cola factory and you walked into a room that had that much Coca-Cola, you'd be like, we get it. Yeah. Like this is a little redundant, but it was more Coca-Cola paraphernalia than I've ever that was more Coca-Cola paraphernalia than I've ever seen paraphernalia, period. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Yeah. So uh yeah, so Lucy grabs the a picture of the Pope that was on the fridge and he goes, she goes, This isn't Coca-Cola. And Sid Sid goes, <laughs> Sid, what did you, I think you just said Popa-Cola. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, no, that's the Popa-Cola. And Man. then, and so the first, so I had to tell, I had to say it two times because uh, Tim's daughter, Lucy, is like my sworn enemy and she refuses to <laughs> laugh at anything I say, you know, and she just heckles me the whole entire time. So I said it and she, like, this is how I knew it was good. I was like, no, that's the Popa Cola. And she instantly swallowed her lips and walked out of the room. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> and like walked out of the room. <laughs> so then to rub it in, I waited for everybody to come back into the room to say it again because I knew it would get a good reaction. And uh yeah, it was like, yes, yeah, like, hey Mary Joe, is that the Popa Cola? <laughs> and then it, it was killed. uh yeah, it killed. It was a great it was a great time. She great time it. had by all. She probably has yeah. <laughs> She probably hasn't gotten over it, man. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. So we moved us in. Okay. So aside from the bonk and the Popa Cola, it was it was pretty it was pretty smooth, right? I'd yeah. say. Um, I don't know if I've. There's probably nothing super funny that happened in the new house yet. I did get to step in dog shit before I left. Oh, the, I gotta kill the neighbor's dog. Fuck. <laughs> this fucking dog, dude. <laughs> It shows its teeth the instant it sees you. Like as soon as it you see it, and it's big. It's like it looks like it's part German Shepherd. And they have like a normal, like almost waist high fence. And when he like as soon as he comes outside, he's like ah, 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 and then like he gets his front paws on it and he starts jumping and his back legs come off the ground. And you're like, oh fuck, he can clear this whenever he wants. As soon as he realizes he really wants to eat a child's face, he's gonna do it. His doghouse is decorated with Nazi memorabilia. 
<laughs> so I, I, they, uh, I went over and introduced myself to the family, and they gave me some treats to give to the dog, and it was like chicken jerky, like this, like pounded out dried chicken meat. And I was like, "Oh, this is mine. I'm gonna eat this, but I'll share with you." Like, I'm trying dog psychology. Like, dude, just be cool. I'll give you all the fucking chicken jerky you want, man. And he's like snapping at me and like flipping out. I was like, "Dude, calm down, sit." And then eventually, there was like a quiet minute. I was like, "Perfect, dude." And I go to feed it to him, and he like nips up and tries to get my hand with it. And I'm, obviously, dude, I didn't flinch at all. I was just like, "Jake, you've made a mistake, dude. This is not an enemy that you want living this close to you." Tim, the the clearest way for you to exert dominance in that situation, this is dog training 101, is to shove the chicken jer- jerky directly up your ass. <laughs> While you're making eye contact with the dog and then just walk back into your house. Yeah, I, well, he's dead as far as I'm concerned. I'm gonna, I, apparently, they're, they're tied up in some litigation about a previous bite that he had. I thought they, they put animals down when that happens. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know. It's a quiet neighborhood. It's not like you need insane dog protection. I think it's just one of those white trash dogs where it's bad and they have no idea that like you can you can treat an animal differently to make it behave differently. They're probably just like, yeah, he's just he's just mean. It's like, well, it's kind I'm, of fucked I'm, up. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that it was a white trash dog because that there there's like a, a ratio where like the worst people you are the more likely your dog is not to be put down if it bites somebody. Okay. I think I get this. Yeah. So like if you're, if you're like, if you're like good white people and your dog bites somebody that you'll never see that dog again, it's Ooh. over. But do if you, do you think it's ahead. because uh, they, they have like a, 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 a moral compass that's like, you know, he does, he does need to be put down. He is dangerous. You know what I mean? Or they, they mm-hmm. just kind of acquiesce. Whereas, like, with a white trash family, they're like, come and take this dog. I dare you. 100%. 100%. Yeah, if you, sh- if you show up to, to court to fight on the dog's behalf, like, if you're wearing pajama <laughs> pants, <laughs> yeah. come back. Yeah, Judge Nielsen, send me your champion. <laughs> you swear in on a copy of the TV guide. <laughs> you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I told him I'm going to start carrying around treats to like feed him when I'm coming in. That might be my end to start slowly poisoning him. I'm just going to start hiding chocolate in the treats. I might just start leaving M&Ms just inside their fence. Dude, just just cover your dick in Nutella and have him lick it off thinking it's peanut butter. (laughs) Your Honor, that dog wanted to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this is retarded. We're, We're getting fully retarded. Um. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> go ahead. Tim, when when dogs suck your dick, it's rut rural sex. <laughs> how did? But how did your brain do that? <laughs> that's that's a wild. That's, that's wild. <laughs> there's like there's part of Mike's brain is holding the rest of it hostage until he goes back on perks, and this is what it's doing. <laughs> so it's like, dude, you can stop this whenever you want. Just give me a little bit of perks. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Percocet, dude, and this all goes away. Until then, it's just like, is it good? Would it be fair to say he Scooby Blue you? <laughs> just do perks, dude. Just do drugs. 
man. <laughs> man. Oh, so I, oh, I crashed the U-Haul truck taking it back. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, where? Where? Like leaving? Like at, at the, the house? U-Haul parking lot? <laughs> oh hell yeah! Well, in Tim's defense, U-Haul truck. <laughs> in Tim's defense, whoever the last fucking dickhead was that pulled into the U-Haul driveway. Parked it with like the end of the fucking truck hanging out onto fucking Roosevelt Boulevard. Mm. Yeah, uh, not my fault. And it was after hours drop off. So like these weren't moving. So I was trying to squeeze past them to get into the lot and there was no clearance whatsoever. And we kind of went we kind of went ass to ass. Like I hip bumped their truck with the back of my truck. And both of the trucks went like gadung, 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 gadung. <laughs> but uh, I didn't I didn't. I knew that there would be security cameras, so I parked really far away. Like, once I got in past it, I, I had to back up, and, like, it was kind of fucked up because it was making all these crazy crunching noises and, like, metal warping sounds. And uh, and then I backed up, and eventually I got past the truck. I just parked really far away, and I did. This, I thought I was really slick because I knew there would be security cameras. I didn't even look at the damage. I was just, like, completely oblivious. So I, who knows if they'll put two and two together. Hopefully, whoever parked, like, hopefully they get fucking you know hit hard for whatever damage i caused but i haven't heard anything yet so damn dude you just like you're just culpability free man yeah that's the idea yeah that's the next thing i was gonna say austin in the chat just how much paperwork was involved i would have rather pulled out a gun and shot myself than do u-haul insurance paperwork i just ran out on the roosevelt boulevard if i got caught Today's date. Today's the fourteenth. Um, uh, I'm not gonna start talking about that. I got something I want to talk about on the Patreon a little bit. Uh, when you went back to your house, did it was did it look like anybody had tried to break in? Now I've been back every day picking up like old video game shit, uh, old electronics, some shit Sing, that we needed. Singing "Photograph" by Nickelback. <laughs> I did. I I had to pick up my uh my my bub poster that you got for me. The fucking no. pussy man. The famous Pussyman poster. I don't have to hang that behind me. I need to... Oh, my space feels barren. I need to... I need to get my, my shit right in here. I mean... Dude, I, I don't have the crackheads over here. Dude, if the crackheads had stolen that... Uh, that 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 frame picture, I wonder how much they would have gotten for it. Huh. Nothing. They would have they roofed it. <laughs> they wouldn't even have tried. Meanwhile, to me, it's priceless. We'll get that back up. Oh man, this is this has been this has been fun. We should we do a Patreon now or should we do it another night? Whatever you guys want to do. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you guys. Whatever, whatever you need from me, I'm here for it. It's eleven oh three. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, are you guys are you guys used to this nightlife? Like, I'm a nightlife guy, and I like I watched uh, I just watched Rainy put his hands up. Questioning whether or not he had the nightlife in him. (laughs) Let's leave him on a cliffhanger. Let's give him, let's give, you know what? Let's give him uh, 24 hours to consider that dollar. How important is it to you to have a dollar a month that you could otherwise give to us? Or should I say as little as a dollar? You could give you could slide over the uh, Dab Me Patreon. You could get literally every episode is twice as long if you're on the Patreon. 
And uh, yeah, fuck it, we could do it tonight if you guys want. I'm on board. Let's do it. Are you? Are you? Because you get sleepy, dude. You're cranky. You get, you get tired, cranky. I'll tell you what, man. I, I had a lot of fun this past hour. I was losing steam heading in, but I feel fucking great right now. I got a pot of coffee going. I I might even go destroy my meat real quick. <laughs> I don't know. That's bold. That's a bold move. Like I was like contemplating all day, like how how to destroy my meat and have enough energy for this podcast later today. Dude, Sid, I, I've I've done it so much lately that um I have to I I should give myself a break today because I'm a little tender under under my head. What happened? Just just from fucking going bananas the past few days. You're you're, you're a dry jerker. I am, and yeah. so today I had a I had to smear a little bit of um neosporin underneath. So I probably should give it a break tonight. You got a sports injury on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Got ace bandage around it. <laughs> you yeah. a splint. <laughs> your your bird has to take a knee for the night. <laughs> Got two popsicles on either side of it. <laughs> it's in a sling at a ninety degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> Can I sign your bird test? <laughs> Have a bitch in summer. Don't well, get too better, drunk. That bird better stand for the national anthem. That's all I give a fuck about. <laughs> Mike, would it be fair to say you have bad meat? <laughs> How's that feel, fuckface? How you like that shit? I love it, actually. <laughs> that that wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fair to say. That would be generous to say, Tim. <laughs> so it, thank you. It would be uncharacteristic for you to do anything but fucking destroy your meat. Uh, dude, you know what? You should be a I threat sh- to your own meat. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put a, have a cone around my head. <laughs> I need cones on my hands. <laughs> Sid, what kind of limitations should be put on you? Oh man, I, I'm 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 an I'm an unbridled man. Like it's hard to put limitations on me. By the way, I I don't really destroy my meat enough. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. You said you look like a straight up pussy guy. I mean, I I try to be, mm-hmm. I try to be like I'm like like to the point where like I remember uh, one time you asked Tim like how, like how often he gets like how's he doing with blowjobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, get that out of my face. I don't I don't want get get your you, mouth you out of here, pussy. Just oh. give me the puss. That's all I. Oh. That's that's all that makes sense to my dick. Can I talk yeah, about real, that for one second? Potatoes guy. Can yeah, we, can me. we stay on that for just a second? Actually, you want to get into it on the page? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's go over the Patreon. Uh, live chat. Thanks for being with us, you guys. Are oh yeah, live chat. Dust. Um, I'm so happy to be back with you guys. Uh, while I have your ear, go listen to Two Jack Bros. Subscribe to them. They're on Patreon. Um, and they're just a fucking delight. Uh, I think people are going to start realizing that Ansley is the real star of the show soon. Um, so just enjoy Sid while we're still putting up with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny. It's like we we we, we <laughs> she is she for sure is the star of the show. Like I I can't believe what comes out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, what did she say uh, on the last when we had you guys on Dab Meet? She was described something. She was like, so I was watching these hood videos, 
I didn't say that. <laughs> Very charming. Oh, right. She did something tonight. I just want to mention this before we go over. Um, she was demonstrating a move during kids class tonight on me, and she wanted to demonstrate how you know you've exerted enough pressure on someone when they make a certain sound. Now, she was implying that like you would hear the air escaping out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> but she applied this pressure so hard onto my chest that I nearly ripped a fart in front of a room full of children. <laughs> so I almost became the funniest dude on earth to 20 children tonight. Yeah, dude, we have a we have a rule with like we come home and we talk about how many people we made fart. <laughs> like, dude, it's like <laughs> that's like huge. It's huge in this house. We're trying to gas everybody. <laughs> Man, that was fun to watch. All right, gang. Um, yeah, I got no shows. I got no, we got nothing else to plug. Just the Patreon. Go over there. We're gonna have more good times. I'm gonna refuel. Uh, I'll get it all set up. Um, and you know what? If you're listening to this later on, you don't have to be there live. It'll be there waiting for you whenever you're ready. There's also it's gonna be on YouTube as well. YouTube.com/slash/dadmeet. All the free ep- well. The free episodes going back to when we were wise enough to get on YouTube or on there. You know what? I'm going to make a commitment right now. I'm going to catalog all the uh, non-video episodes, all the non-Zoom episodes, and I'll get them onto the YouTube at some point. Some people prefer to just be able to watch them on there or listen to them on there. I'll make that happen. Um, And you can also, when you're on the Patreon, you can access the uh, video versions of all the Patreon episodes. Um, So consider it. You know, no, no one's put a fucking gun to your head, but... I might find out where some of you live and just show up from time to time. So (laughs) we'll see you guys over there. All right. Love you, Bubs. Love you, Bubs.